It's Thursday, October 18, 2018. The Llano River, west of Austin, rising nearly 26 feet in just a few hours. Extreme rainfall events trigger deadly flash flooding in Texas and France. New research shows the price of your favorite beer could double in the next few decades. Yes, global warming is coming for your beer. Plus... Man-made climate change is a fact. Of course the climate is changing. The climate has been changing from the dawn of time. In Texas debate, Beto O'Rourke and Ted Cruz are asked about climate change. Climate change? Yes, climate change. All of those surprises and more straight ahead. From bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. The newest member of a conservative majority on the Supreme Court just got a lifetime appointment. But there is a bright side. If that climate change report is right, a lifetime appointment might be shorter than we think. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, with everything in the news... Maybe the only thing that will make some people pay attention to the concerns about climate change is that it may be coming for their beer. (laughs) Yes, that's where we are. A new study calculates that climate change will severely reduce yields of barley, the primary ingredient in most beers. Barley is highly sensitive to the more frequent extreme heat waves and droughts that are projected to increase with global warming. The researchers predict that beer shortages will likely double the price of beer in coming decades. Well, I'm not a big beer fan, but let me know when it's coming for my coffee. It's already doing that. Damn. In other news, officials have raised the confirmed death toll from Hurricane Michael to at least 33, more than a week after the storm bulldozed a path of destruction across the Florida panhandle Mm. and southern Georgia. NPR reports that the storm has led to calls to extend stricter hurricane building codes to the entire state of Florida so that it would include areas not historically prone to major hurricanes. Well, that's good, I guess. In southern France, Reuters reports that at least 12 people People have died in the worst floods in a century after seven months of rain fell in just a few hours overnight on Monday, spurring flash floods that engulfed homes as people slept. In the United States, in central Texas, a state of emergency has been declared after several days of torrential rainfall triggered widespread historic flooding across the region that has killed at least two people. The Llano River rose 30 feet in less than 24 hours, ripping apart bridges, roads, and homes. 30 feet in 24 hours? Yes. We're going to need a lot more beer. Meanwhile, despite the state of Texas suffering numerous record extreme weather disasters like this week's floods and last year's Hurricane Harvey, Texas Republican Senator Ted Cruz continues to deny the science of climate change and the impacts of global warming that are happening to his own constituents. In a debate this week with his Democratic challenger, Congressman Beto O'Rourke, Cruz denied that climate change is man-made. Well, listen, of course the climate is changing. The climate has been changing from the dawn of time. The climate will change as long as we have a planet Earth. But Congressman O'Rourke, citing the necessity of ensuring that Texas is resilient and prepared for more Hurricane Harveys, rejected Cruz's rejection of the science. Look, the the climate is changing, and man-made climate change is a fact. 300 years after the Enlightenment, we should be able to listen to the scientists and follow their advice and guidance. And they tell us that we still have time, but the window is closing to get this right. 
And kudos to San Antonio's local news station, KENS, for even asking the candidates about climate change and pressing Cruz on his denial. That's something we don't often get to hear. No, we don't. Can we get that local San Antonio station to sponsor the next presidential debate? Pretty please? Yeah. Dr. Genevieve Gunther, founder of the nonprofit organization EndClimateSilence.org, says that the media decides what is and what is not in the national conversation and that the media has a duty to inform the public about climate change's growing consequences. The percentage of Americans who hear about climate change once a week in their media diet is about 12 percent. Studies have shown that the public takes a subject seriously when the media focuses on it. In an interview on CNN's Reliable Sources, Dr. Gunther noted that even though climate change is already harming Americans now, a shocking 78 percent of them don't hear about it in their weekly media diet. The media actually needs to be reporting on this so people can be informed so that they can make the proper consumer decisions and also the political decisions that they might want to make in a democracy that's going to lead us into a safe future for our children. Well, if you're listening to the Green News Report, you know what's necessary to lead us to a safe future for our children. I hope you'll let everyone else know. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Don't forget you can download our reports anytime via Stitcher, TuneIn, iTunes, or Google Play. Find us, follow us, and share us planet-wide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. And this has been your Green News Report. There.